Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Dog CBD exists and it's great. Oh yeah, he loves it, huh? He's just like in a, a daze, it, living his best life. He's definitely gotten stoned before, but it's it, he just came that way. <laughs> he just I, came. Yeah. That way. I found him and he was hard up on the street, and then he was like, "Wait, three meals a day? I don't have to kill rats." Time. <laughs> no more orgies, but you know, trade off. He's, he's wagging that tail every chance he gets, though. So. <laughs> All right, we're back. It's Keep Wake Loud. You're listening to the Keep Wake Loud podcast with Katie. There's an inaudible shoulder shrug happening. And 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 me, Jacob. <laughs> well, anyways, this is the um, I think twenty thousandth podcast of this season, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really excited. We've had some really good guests lately. We sure have, and we got some more really good guests today. We do. We do have some good guests. But before we do that, I just want to say we have been off the air for a minute because both of us took vacations and it oh, was that's great. Right. I have a fantastic tan. Um, it's okay. <laughs> I have a better tan. I wore short shorts specifically so I can get like a higher leg tan. That's why you wear short shorts? Mm-hmm. Not not a, any other reason. I mean, I got good legs. I mean, I mean they're okay. Can't hide these bad boys. <laughs> they're a gift to the world. They are. And I went to Hawaii. Which uh, was really fun, which is why you went to Mexico, because you got jealous of my girls' trip, so you decided mm-hmm. to compete with me and plan a boys' trip. That's right, and it's we listened rude. to Kenny Loggins playing with the boys the whole time. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> naturally. I'm sure that didn't get old at all. It didn't, Wait, actually. Wait, but who, who just talked oh, wait, to the yeah, studio? Was who it, was that? Who was that? Oh, hey, this is Ellen. Ellen? <laughs> Ellen and who? Oh, hey, it's Clint. Also, Kenny Loggins never gets old. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I could ask her to leave if you want, Clint. No, no. no Ellen right. just got here. <laughs> <laughs> Every face in here needs to stay. Well, uh, thanks for sitting down with us, guys. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys are majorly affiliated with True Loves, which is probably our favorite bar in all of Waco. We have no spent shucks. a lot of money there. Yeah. Why don't you introduce yourself That's and what you favorite. do there? <laughs> Uh, I guess I'll start us. My name is Clint, and I'm one of the owners over there. Used to be a bartender, but you know things change over time. Gotta love, <laughs> gotta love the future. Um, yeah. Personal growth. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll pass the mic on to Ellen. That's <laughs> pretty much all I got to share. <laughs> I'm Ellen. I uh, used to bartend. I've been a true love since 2016. Now I manage and do the ins and outs, and love the people. And that's awesome. Yeah, yeah we we spend a lot of time there. Um, and money and money there, <laughs> and we appreciate you for it. <laughs> And we drink lots of Mexican candy shots and deep eddy lemon and sodas and all of those fun things. Electrolytes. Yeah. Yes, mm. electrolytes. No, um, it, but it's it's a really cool staple in Waco because it's one of the first places when we moved here that felt like we belong there. Um, it's a little divey. It's ever changing, which is what's really cool about it. Like mm. you first just had that front room and then you got the back room and now the, the porch area is opened up. Now you got the new bar. It's It's really cool. 
Yeah, it's pretty, been pretty awesome to to watch that. I would love I would love to see like a time lapse of all that stuff happening. We may or may really not cool. have a, a nice surplus of oh, before and after pictures that will one day be, cool. you know, kind of like us looking back on it with True Love, of course, being a person at this point saying like, remember when you were this big? <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys do the Good Riddance song by Green Day while you look at it? Absolutely. Cool. Cool. Very cool. Time of your life. <laughs> <laughs> one time we were moving out of an apartment um, when we were in Brooklyn and Jacob made me record him looking like off in the distance wistfully while that song plays in the background as he walked out of the apartment. <laughs> It was, it was great. I'm probably dating myself a little bit, but me along with everyone else at this particular year and in our history, that was my graduation song. Mm. So for sure. <laughs> it was like number one you, or two. You too? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wait. Wow. Y'all all are old. <laughs> 2005. Whatever. That song is a national treasure. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. No, Um. my school song was way worse. So I'm not even going to tell you what it was because it was trash. No, what was it? It was some Carrie Underwood song. Oh, no. God. I know. Well, I'm was it the one where you key a car because he cheated? Yes, that was it. I wish it was that. I would I would proudly tell everybody that. was a very strange that's choice. That's also a good karaoke song. To be a graduation song. That's aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Before you C cheat song. on your test. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's how most of us graduated, right? Not me. I'm, I'm not shaking I'm... my head. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. So, yeah, like... Uh, Terrible graduation songs aside, um, you know, True Love is is going through a lot of y'all have just recently brought music back, which we're really excited about. Over the moon um, excited. Overly excited about it. Um, in fact, I got somebody in my DM the today who was like, Hey, can you get me a show at True Love? I'm like, no, I cannot get you a show at True Love. I need like DM them, please. <laughs> I hope that person's not listening in this podcast. Um, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, but I'm not their booking person. Um, I just spend a lot of time there, you know. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 really cool. And the show that we went to the other day was probably the first show we'd really been to since COVID started. And yeah. the energy was DiMaggio's. high. DiMaggio, we love Dimaggio's. Um, yeah, but the energy was high. It was super fun. And yeah, why don't you tell me a little bit about um, what y'all's plans are for music at True Love? For sure. Um, I guess I'll take a little bit of a moment to talk about, you know, what y'all were saying. Like one of the reasons why I love True Love and decided to become an owner was because of what True Love has always been. It's been a melting pot. It's been an ability for people that maybe otherwise wouldn't know each other to come together. I, of course, love the music that they're playing at all times. Um, Same. Eric did a very good job of, of introducing a lot of people in Waco to places and, and bands they never even knew existed places being where those bands came from and the bands actually coming here to play. Uh, we do have a lot of change in the future. You've already talked and touched on some of that change that's being seen. We have the stage in the front, which we're going to dedicate to karaoke and Tuesday, Wednesday productions. Uh, we're going to try and make those the days where Waco can expect to see not karaoke being performed. <laughs> so potentially Tuesdays will be bands. Uh, Wednesdays will be more, events so we are planning on doing something called jimmy wednesday i'm so mm. ready yeah so just everything from early 2000s that makes your emo heart sing we're we're gonna do that every <laughs> first first wednesday of, of the month Sorry. i'm gonna get eyeliner poisoning from uh jimmy eat wednesdays i can't wait yeah no i'll be right there with you it's fine <laughs> it's fine i was just looking at a picture of myself the other day from like circa 2007 and i was like god katie i wear just as much eyeliner now but it was very less strategic then it was just the just darker the thicker the better yeah. like all the way to the waterline <laughs> just like I'm fairly positive that the stigma in my left eye is from, from my emo swoop. Like I, I basically gave myself a pirate patch. Your hair so just my, kept hitting you, know, you straight I was just like, you know what? 
Tim. So. <laughs> you out. get an astigmatism. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the other I can see fine because it was doing all the work. What are those scissors <laughs> called? The uh, left-handed scissors. No. What? <laughs> 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 like the sculpting scissors that like cut your hair real sharp. Like uh, I wish. shears. Uh, shears. I don't know. Anyways, I don't know. never mind. <laughs> I was going to go on some tangent about something I have no idea I know idea exactly about. what you're talking about because we strangely put hands on those in high school. And I have one friend that convinced the other friend who is kind of like, we've all had that one friend that you, you pick on, like they're the core group idiot, but like you'd also go to war for this person. Like yes. no one else is allowed to make fun of this person except us. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So he got a mullet, bowl top, eagle swoop, you name it, like to the point where a week after he got it, um, a young uh, black woman walked up and said, boy, what the? happened to you <laughs> and, and the jig was up at that point like he he got completely shaved after that but for a week we all just got to laugh hysterically at That's his amazing. not haircut there was this group of girls in high school who um i guess you would call them, and i was friends with them they're i'm still friends with most of them um i guess you would call them like emo or scene or whatever and they had a nickname at school called the haircuts because they literally would show up every the single the haircuts they would literally show up to school with a different haircut every week and it just got shorter and shorter and more sideways you know you know the look is that where the shaved head on one side came from probably holy shit started on the <laughs> east coast all right. Started in Douglas, Georgia. Gotcha. I guess to uh, segue back into what I was talking about. Uh, sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> we, it's cool. Uh, you, you use segue, which is a thing that I always say. Everyone makes fun of me for saying. <laughs> segue is totally a thing, not just a thing you stand on and sometimes bust ass. It's not just on. the thing that the guy who invented it died on. He died on it? He yes. fell off a cliff. Are you shitting me? No. Oh, I shit you not, God. my friend. True story. Google it after we're off this Fair podcast. Fair enough. Also true story. The first person to ride a donkey, same thing. No. I'm just kidding. I was like, how do you know that? That's like pre-Jesus. Like, like pre there you go. There you go. Pre-Jesus. That's true. Like that. That's a great band first name. Person, I'm going to write yeah, that down. First person just look at one, one, of them, one of those there donkeys and be like, I'm going to ride it. <laughs> I'm going to ride that thing. Hold, hold my wine. I'm going to go ride that donkey. There you go. There you go. Uh, so we do have the things that you were talking about, a patio bar that's uh, brand new to, to True Love. It's the newest edition. We also have FOMO in the back, which is casual cocktail, as the name would suggest. Uh, we're just kind of poking fun at the idea of what classic cocktails are supposed to mean. Um, the concept of cocktail, cocktails really come from speakeasies and the idea of pseudo seedy people getting together and having less than perfect alcohol just because that's what you do when you have a drinking problem you so. perfectly just described my friend group when we hang out in fomo yeah that's, that's actually perfect considering i'm sitting at the table with you yeah. exactly cultivated the right way yeah yeah so, Good job. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't mean it can't be tasty, but by no means is it supposed to make you feel like your pinky has to be out. So Tasty, not tasteful. There you go. I like <laughs> it. I like it. Speaking of which, we do have a tiki menu coming out soon. Yes. So keep your eyes on the, on the horizon for that. Um, we do have plans of putting a small stage outside that will allow us to have even more of a band presence and musical stand here in Waco. Um, to be decided as to when that's going to roll out. We don't know how much of the back patio we're going to cannibalize and sacrifice for that but <laughs> kalima so kalima anything i forgot ellen I'm, that sounded about i really appreciate your, I'm, your uh, <laughs> so speaking of tiki bars yesterday i was looking up some of the best bar names in america and my favorite and i am going 
to this bar. It's in Minnesota. I will go there just to go there. It's called Psycho Susie's Motor Bar and Tiki Lounge. And I was like, <laughs> I want to no go more. there so bad. <laughs> and apparently the owner of this bar has a various locations that are all this dysfunctional family. So Psycho Susie is the second oldest sister. And there's a whole like backstory. Yeah, okay. like I sent the whole screenshot to the group with this backstory. But yeah, it's like all these. these other smaller bars and like things and they're all just like dysfunct. There's like, um, oh my God, there was Betty's Country Club. There was, it was just like a bunch of different things like that. Everyone, everyone in the family had a bar named after Everybody, and incredible. everyone had dysfunction. I love it. <laughs> well, they were all made up. Like family. they weren't actual family members, no, but no. they're I love real it. in my mind. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Don't ruin this for Clint. Group yeah. to Minnesota? <laughs> anyone? I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> We can call it a tax write-off. It's all just, you know, it's it's research and development. All we have to do is this, right? Thirty research. seconds of talking about something. Hand out a business card to a random drunk guy. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> You're recruiting it. people to come to Waco to go to True Love, not Magnolia. And there you go. I like Ooh, it. I burn. Like it. That wasn't a burn. <laughs> so burn it all. <laughs> I've been using that wrong lately. I'm sorry. So so that that place you were talking about was a tiki lounge. The, well, the crazy yeah, Susan. Or? It's like a Psycho Susie's. Motor Lounge and Tiki Bar. And apparently it's like metal, but also tiki themed. Nice. <laughs> so one of my favorite things about True Love is one of the first times someone explained it to me, it was explained as a gay bar and we're not, but by no means are we not gay, for, you know, You're right. uh, LGBTQ friendly. And we actually had one of the first drag shows in yes. Waco. And, and it was, was killer. It was, it was, it was amazing. very awesome. We'll amazing. be bringing that back soon. So amazing. for those listening that care about that type of thing, it is on the horizon. Um, but also tea lounges had a really fun, just a little bit of history. I'm nerding out right now. Please do. Had a really fun resurgence uh, after they kind of came into existence, which was brought on by wartime and our access to certain types of tropical fruit. But a <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun, positive LGBTQ moment was when women were given an option to have like boss positions, they would go out <laughs> and drink with their men counterparts and be made fun of for having drinks that tasted good. And those were typically your tiki style drinks. So they would just sidestep the men and some of your first lesbian bars were actually tiki lounges. And that Whoa. was, yeah. And which was perfect for them because tiki drinks were also super freaking strong. So I'm going to guess that there were some good times to be had. <laughs> that was one of my favorite uh, pandemic things that came out of true love was all of the frozen slushies because thank you. I had no idea where that was going. Lesbian <laughs> 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 tiki drinks. Yeah, I had no idea what that's what to say. No, but y'all had the really tasty, like, uh, like slushies or snow cones or whatever you want to call them. For sure. Um, and because thank you, TABC, and the only thing that Governor Abbott has ever done well um, was the to go beer, the to go alcohol. Yeah, his it button got pushed. <laughs> <laughs> the button. Yeah. Well, you know uh, what? Mm -hmm. There it is. <laughs> but like, I got to make my favorite childhood like snow cone flavor, like pina colada, with like. Oh, it was delicious, and I just drank it as I walked over to Classy, and it was just amazing. Mm. So thank you for doing that. Well, on thank that note, that. we are going to take a break and uh, allow some sponsors. Who's sponsoring us this week, Jacob? Mm, farmer's Dog. I <laughs> should say farmers only. <laughs> Farmersdogonly.com. Um, no, uh, Farmer's Dog, please sponsor us. Your food's very expensive, oh and it's the God, only so thing our dogs will eat. Thanks a lot, Katie. <laughs> that was your fault. And I'm Josie. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges. And this is by the cupboard. No, wait. Do you want us to? Oh, shit. Okay, we'll try it again. Okay. 
I'm Becca. And I'm Josie. And, and we're, we're your, your judges. judges on By the Cover, a new podcast. Yeah, we're a talk show. God, we're a Josie. Yeah, we're a comedy talk show centered around Amazon book review culture. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher. Wherever podcasts are. All the we're places. There. You can't hide from us. Anyway, listen to our show. We're going to be funny. We're going to be talking about books, and it's going to be great. Yay! Promo over. The words I'm singing now mean nothing more than me. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Jasmine with the New Black Collective. And what's up? It's David Yard from Change Waco. Don't forget to subscribe to Stories of the Streets. Well, we'll be here every other week bringing you expert stories and also stories from local Wacoans. Stories of the Streets is in association with the New Black Collective, Change Waco, and Rogue Media. Tell your friends, tell your family. Shout out to the streets. Tune in as much as y'all can. And we're back. Are we back? I think so. Thanks a lot, Farmer's Dog, for that awesome ad. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all remember the um? What was that? It was a it was a commercial with a dog singing. Um, and it was about um something about fleas. Oh, that's so when he goes to camp. Yeah, I used to love that commercial so it's like much. A little puppy. He's like singing about yeah. going oh, to yeah, camp, sure. and he has fleas. Please have another Lone Star. Thank you. Sponsored by Lone Star. Please, mm. can we do that? Yeah. Spell L O A N though. Lone Star. We've already got Martin. <laughs> we've already got Martin House out of Dallas naming beers after us. Can we spot get get Lone Star to sponsor? Let's go. Is that, okay, actually, let's talk about that. Is it really named after a true love? One hundred percent. So there was a period in our history where goises or sours were really popular, and so we were buying kegs of that stuff left and right. And then the rep, I think one of the owners, came down to True Love and actually like walked in to see what was up. Decided they liked the vibe and said, look, y'all are buying like eight kegs to to every one that we're selling elsewhere. So we're just going to name the, the beer after your bar. I love that. Oh. True Love's like my favorite sour, too, because yeah. I am a sour fiend. It was the first sour I ever actually loved. It used oh. to be called Stars Above. Oh. oh. And it was like the Toadies reference. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I and love then, that. And not yeah. a sponsor, but Crackberry. You're also high on our <laughs> list. <so. laughs> I like how you high on the list. I get what heart. you mean. Sours are like my <laughs> Maybe jam. rename Crackberry. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, that is the one thing about Crackberry and I love Crackberry, but, um, the, the thing on there on the can, that's like, it's better than crack or something like that. I'm like, Ooh, that's, that's a little question. <laughs> what I don't know who your crack, crack dealer is, but it's better than my crack dealer's crack. That's, I mean, <laughs> it's been stepped on a few times for me too. Yeah. No, but, um, I've had some really great nights. Why don't, um, do you have any like specific, like favorite stories that you have from true love? Man, yeah, definitely a whole lot. <laughs> um, anytime we're doing karaoke, we're having a good time. That's yeah. for sure. Um, I discovered my favorite karaoke song to do with a, a dude, which is Brooks and Dunn's Neon Moon. I do that with Ben Atkins. So anytime we do that, I'm having a good time. I love when people start to actually start like dancing at the front, like two step style <laughs> oh, yeah. to your, uh, to your, to your, Great rendition of Neon Moon. Since some sarcasm. 
Hey man, don't let her harsh your vibe. Also, there are people on this planet that don't need a whole lot of push when it comes to a reason to do step. So yeah, that's very true. <laughs> oh man, you just reminded me when we were in Mexico, there was this really old, super wasted couple like salsa dancing on the beach. I'm, I'm not trying to cut you off, but next time invite me. And sorry, that was... <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I got my shot. Oh God, do you have a cold? <laughs> I just, I got my shot earlier today. So. Oh, that's the Pfizer talking. Yeah, if you, if you haven't gotten it, go ahead. It's not going to kill you, but it might. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but you could die without it. Anyway. <laughs> invite me. <laughs> he didn't even invite me. <laughs> so this old couple in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were just like super drunkenly salsa dancing on, on the beach. That's hot. And it was, tight. it was pretty tight. The guy had like this. 1980s Mexican soccer player, curly uh, mullet. It was glorious. Anyways, that's I want it. a mullet. You think <laughs> I would fit in a mullet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I would. They're making a comeback in a, they huge, are. in a huge way in Europe for whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. I saw a TikTok today and it was this girl who had super, super, super long hair. And this guy like chops it all off and she's going through this and you're waiting for this like grand, like reveal of an amazing haircut. It wasn't. And it was very bad. It was like shaved on the sides, lop headed short bangs. Like, and I was like, oh girl, you're going through something right now. Like she really needed an ruined. older black woman to walk up and be like, what And all the comments were like, no, what just happened? <laughs> I trusted the process and I shouldn't have. <laughs> All right. So what, what's the craziest thing that either of you has seen happen? Uh, I don't know if the podcast is ready for the craziest <laughs> thing, yeah, but um, I'll go with one of my favorite stories behind the bar before my whole role started as what we already talked about. Um, when I was bartending at True Love, there was one night... So I'm going to put it out there. We bartenders love and adore every last one of the people that come into the bar. Y'all are our mm-hmm. patrons. Y'all are the tip mm-hmm. givers. Y'all are, you know, family to us. But there are certain times. Here's when, the asterisk. When, <laughs> when, when asterisks happen. And um, <laughs> we've just had enough. And this was one of those particular Fridays. And I, for whatever reason, uh, looked at my hand where someone had just placed some darts because we used to have a dartboard. And without thinking, I just picked one up and looked at my coworkers and said, hey, want to see something weird? And then I just threw one at a six pack that was just sitting over on a table <laughs> and it went in perfectly and made a little tiny, like just a little one. And I, I was like, awesome. I really didn't want to go past that. <laughs> and I let it sit for like five, 10 minutes. We all had a great laugh, whatever. Like I, I did something silly when I removed the dart it exploded like it had 50 black cats in it and <laughs> took out like two other beers. So like I'm covered in beer. Everyone at this point is pissing themselves laughing because <laughs> no one knows what's happening. It's still a very busy Friday. And I'm looking looking around at like three or four individuals that are not working for the bar. They are patrons that are also dripping wet in beer. <laughs> like what the f***? man so just happened yeah so that was a whole bunch of maybe free shots where i had to you know worm my way out of anger (laughs) but um anywho yeah tip well and take care of your people because we love you guys there you go yes always tip your bartender and especially in times like this like you know they had a really hard time this past year like bars were not really open so uh 10 doesn't cut it uh, $1 per drink doesn't cut it. You better do that 20% plus. I really appreciate it. you because some of us, you know, we were ducking sick 
for, for them dollar bills, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I used to be a bartender and it's just like, you'd be surprised how many people think that a cocktail is a dollar a drink. And it's like, I just made you a $15 cocktail that took me five minutes. Like, and I understand like, you know, people are like, oh, well, there, it's not my job to pay you, but you know, like it is. <laughs> uh, even in my poorest of states, uh, I was tipping a dollar a beer. Yeah, the sure. The cheapest beer I could get. A dollar was, alone, star, sure. Yeah. <laughs> On a $3 beer. On a $3 bill, beer. Bill. But, but we understand that not everyone can do that. So just whatever you can. But what she said is true. <laughs> but also that. Like I saw, I had a, there was a Reddit thread one time that I commented on. It was my most liked comment ever um, was about that. It was basically like, you know, if you can't afford a tip, like, you probably can't afford to be there and no offense. So sorry people. And it's, and then people were commenting like, what about the family that saved up all their money and, you know, went out and took their kids to a nice, you know, place. It's like, okay, go somewhere where it's not a nice tip. <laughs> you just factor that into your like plan. We tell those folks they're not allowed to come in. It's 21 and up. You'd be surprised. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many people call literally the other day we had like five individuals that were family members, they weren't related. But anyway, <laughs> this one guy was just adamant about bringing his sons in. And one of them, he said, my six-year-old can drive me home. He was one of those assholes. Holy so shit. yeah, trying to say he was going to like spend thousands, et cetera. But anyway, um, I'm sorry. That was a weird little segue. <laughs> no, no, no. But actually, you just, yeah, you just reminded us so, of a story. True story. When we were in New York, um, my dad and my brother, who was 15 at the time, um, came and visited me. He's now 21. Um, but he was 15 and we went out and we had all this, you know, like we went out to dinner and stuff. And then my friend Austin, um, was like, Hey, I know the bouncer at this karaoke place. He'll let us in. So we have 12 people with us. We go to this karaoke place. It's in like uh Koreatown or whatnot in New York city. And it's not his friend, the bouncer. So we show up there, we went all the way down there and it's not him. So we're like, oh, darn, I guess we're, you know, going somewhere else. And my dad goes, uh-uh, no, 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 no. We came all the way down here. Hold on one second. He goes inside and he goes and talks to the person at the door and he goes, look, I have 12 people and we're going to rent a private room and we're going to spend a lot of money. One of those 12 people is not 21. He didn't tell him it's 15, <laughs> not 21. Are you going to let us in? They let us in. <laughs> wow. That was not advisable. Um, we did sneak him a lot of sake shots. Um, but yeah, true love, don't do that. TABC, yeah. do not do that. And That's New York. Thing, it's Wild West. The funniest thing about that story. <laughs> or, <laughs> the, most, the most connective thing about that story is one of the guys that was with us is from Waco, Texas. He moved from Waco to live in. Oh, yeah. And Colin was making fun of him because he had more chest hair than he did. And he was like, I'm 15 and I got more chest hair than you. And it was really funny. Sorry, Patrick. <laughs> Shout out to Patrick. Way to go, Patrick. You Way left the cult. Good uh, for you. He's from Abbott, right? No, no Axtell. Which is where the literal cult it was. Wasn't it? Out no. there? Close by? I don't know, man. I don't know my cults. Yeah, the satellite cities of Waco, man. I wouldn't even go. If you're not Waco, I don't care. No, there. I'm just joking. Yeah. Just joking. <laughs> where, where was it? Where? Are you born and raised? Uh, born, not necessarily raised. Okay, okay. You're still, still being raised. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you mean? I'm Mother still Earth. a child. Um, I'm conceived, not born nor raised, but my parents met in, in uh, my mom was at Baylor, met my dad. He was at MCC, and uh, they moved off to Pennsylvania, then Georgia, then my dad moved back, and they got a divorce, and then so I spent my entire life visiting here in summers and Christmases and stuff being passed back and forth on a plane. That was definitely one of our bonding moments. Me yeah. and you both talking about coming here and watching the tumbleweeds on like big holidays. Cause my yes. family's from here too. I went to Baylor and shout out to Austin Meek. He uh, coined a term that I really appreciate. 
Waco sucked until it sucked <laughs> me in. Mm, it sucks so sucked. bad. And then it doesn't. And you're like, where is the time gone? Oh, I found a dog on the street. I guess we're living together. <laughs> yeah, there's been many times Love like. You, Murph. Oh, Aww. his name is Murph. Shout out Murph. Shout out Murph. That's Who's my dad's middle name. Sweetly napping just next to my boots. <laughs> Yes, he is. There was many times where like I spent way too many hours at the Richland Mall because my dad gave me 40 bucks and said, just walk around. Um, plus my drugs. Plus my stepmom was. Don't be an Amber Alert. <laughs> my stepmom was like the manager of like Aeropostale or something like that. So uh, she was kind of watching me, but not really. Mm-hmm. I was like in Hot Topic and Claire's for, you know, seeing how much things I can buy for 40 bucks. <laughs> When when the wonderful world of bartering becomes a thing again, you're just like, no, 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 this this is not a hard number. You know that. I know that. I want two of them for half the price. All right. Well, in wrapping up here, guys. What's the, what's something that you're really excited about that's going to happen at True Love that we can look forward to that you are the most excited about? We have a show June 23rd. Zet Zero is playing. Loves them. Really Zero. excited. I've never seen them, actually. They're so, really good. Yeah. They're very good. They get, they and Corey Zimmerman is also the bassist in almost every band in Waco. Mm-hmm. Between him and uh, Zach, Zach, the drummer for the Dimaggio. Yeah, the, the drummer for the Dimaggio's is also the drummer and for Rad, Rad Dragon. And Rewound. And in, in my dream uh, band that I want to start, I want Zach to be the drummer. <laughs> Your dream band? Yeah. It just hasn't been, you know, hasn't come to fruition yet. One day. One day. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming on. Um, Clint, Ellen. Katie, any final thoughts? Um, I'll bu- next time I see you at True Love, which I'm sure will be either tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> um, I'll buy you some uh, Mexican candy shots. No, no, Beautiful. those are going to be on me. Oh. Put that on Murph's tab. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a long tab. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Thank y'all for <laughs> Thank having you. us. Thank you. Keep Rico Loud, the podcast is produced by Oni Chan Productions. Our theme music is by Fish Hands. If you like what you hear, you should check them out on Bandcamp. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you really like us, give us a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or check out our website where you can buy merch or even see some local events coming up. Thanks again for tuning in. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. 